That's my shit. I'm not gonna front. Shout out to you, Akon. Um, so yeah, I think I like starting off with a little jazzy jazz, a little something something, so you guys set the tone for what the you know episode is gonna be about today. Um, I'm starting to start to like. I'm starting to start. Ooh. Ooh, friend, play for me because I've been having a rough couple days. But um, I'm starting to think of ways to incorporate the song into what my episode is going to be about. So, like, there's going to be a couple times where it just don't fucking match. And I apologize for it. I honestly do because shit is hard. But anyways, um, hey, y'all, what's up? Um, thank you for coming back to another episode of Shade with Your Tea. It is hump day, so you know it's Team Shady Bunch Day. I don't know what took me so long to say that, but like I said, I'm a little, I've been struggling a little bit. Um, so every hump day is a Shady Bunch Day at 5 p.m. where we drop new episodes. Um, where we, where I drop new episodes. I'm so used to saying we because I've been so used to being a duo that I'm still getting comfortable with myself. So forgive me. Um, if I do switch up the verbiage sometimes, like, I'm starting to realize that I do do that, but, you know, don't mind me, especially since I'm gonna go back and forth between guest and not guest. So, um, yeah, this week is gonna be just me, hey, um, your girl Zoe. Um, last week we had an episode with my good friend, um, and he's musician actor actor what the fuck am i saying um <laughs> rapper damn whoo so um it's just keys we did a little like funky little 21 questions and it was cool it was a little in-depth he kind of gave me a little bit of some bogus answers and i called him out on that shit a little bit um but it definitely got a little spicy got to dabble into his little thought process with things and stuff like that but it was really cool so if you haven't heard that episode or you're a new listener please go back and listen to that episode um because it was fun um if you are a new listener what up though what's up hey hey how y'all doing yeah so um for those who don't know me my name is zoe um and i am your humble 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 host uh of this show i don't know where i was going with that it sounded like it sounded like it was about to smooth but then it didn't but don't mind me like i said i ramble but anyways this week we're gonna talk about interracial relationships um and so like i said earlier i'm gonna try to like correlate the music with the issue we're gonna be talking about this today or whatever so fun fact this song was actually written about an interracial relationship i didn't fucking know that back when it came out so Shout out to you, Akon, because, wow, who knew that kind of stuff? You don't know this shit until you, like, you look it up, so shout out to Google for that, too. Um, but also, a little fact for you guys, 54 years ago, exactly, Loving versus Virginia, the Supreme Court case, is the Supreme Court case that ended um, racial discrimination for marriage. So, if you guys do not know what... Um, loving versus virginia is i don't know what the hell you learned in your school um but i learned it in eighth grade i think i probably learned it in seventh grade whatever i learned it in school and basically it was about like i said interracial relationships so 
if you didn't learn that in school, you should go see The Moving Loving. It's a phenomenal film. It's about that case. Um, it's a black woman and a white man. And the relationship was so beautiful and so pure um, that every time I think about it, I kind of like cry a little bit. But that could be just like my little bitch emotions. But don't mind that. But um, if you're not hip to it, the whole rest of the world is. Because I don't know what show you're watching nowadays or what celebrity you see nowadays that isn't in or actively participating in an interracial relationship. We have um, Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher. Um, we gotta, hold on, give me a minute, um, all of Chandra Rhyme's shows, cause you know, you got the Grey's Anatomy gang or whatever, you got Chrissy Teigen and, uh, what'd you call it, um, John Legend, uh, you got, uh, John and Yoko Ono, John Lennon, you got John Smith and Pocahontas, stop playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just reading this stupid shit now. But um, you get the point. There's nothing going on within pop culture or in the past that doesn't include a spicy, scandalous, interracial relationship. It's even one of the top categories on a Pornhub account. If you like interracial sex you're probably more open to an interracial relationship. That's not a fact. Do not quote me on that. But I'm just saying, if you're open to it, you might be, like, if you're open to jacking off to it, you might be open to dating the person. But, but, like I said, you could just be in the closet about it because there are the people that are. So, what could we discuss about interracial relationships? Let's talk about some of the um, things that hold people back. I know me personally, when I was, uh, I want to say maybe when I was like 21, 22, um, I kind of feared dating a white guy. Not just a white guy, just any guy outside my race, simply because um, I didn't want to just be considered someone's fetish. And I think that's a lot of black women or Hispanic women's um, issues are a lot. Not every, but a lot feel like being in a relationship. And I don't know if it's just like with white men or it's with black men, like, you know, counter with black men or whatever. But being in a relationship with a white person, you kind of feel like you're like condoning this fetish of theirs. Like, oh, you know, white cock, because <laughs> I don't say that shit, but they do. Um, but just imagine, like, you're having sex and the guy's just like, you know, your white boyfriend is like, you like that white cock and your black pussy? Whoa, buddy. Like, how do you, how do you bounce back from that? Because in my mind, I'm sitting here like, what the fuck did you just say? Because in my mind, first of all, I don't even like the word cock. I think it's fucking weird. And I'm, I'm vulgar. Like, I have a fucking sailor mouth and everyone knows that shit. But like, cock bothers me. Like, that word bothers me so fucking much i can't understand why but it just does maybe just i don't like it coming out of a white person's mouth no i don't like it coming out of anyone's fucking mouth don't say fucking cock to me i don't like it and i said it like 14 times already but i just want you guys to understand like that word is horrifying to me like what the fuck but um anyways i just think that some people don't want to be put in that fetish box because it kind of just, it, I don't know. 
it just it kind of just degrades the relationship a little bit because in a way you just kind of you don't you're not really there for the relationship you're there for the sex you're there for how it makes you feel because I've also heard someone say it I know one person that um sent me an email and I haven't read your emails about it <coughs> um has said that oh girl oh I was thirsty I don't have corona so please don't make that joke <coughs> but um I know one email I'm not going to say her name, but she said that, um, or she was a white girl. So shout out to all my white fans. Love y'all too. Um, and she dated a black guy and she said it was the mom that had the issue because the mom ever since, and this is funny to me because like I, I've seen my mom do it, but as a joke, like I didn't think people would really take it seriously. But, um, after Black Panther came out, they started dating, and the mom was like, so you're going to bring, with all this black power going on, you're going to bring this colonizer into my house. What? <laughs> that was literally the funniest, and it's not funny, but it's the funniest email that I've ever read. Because it's like, you're serious? Like, she really, I didn't, you know, she's just like, she didn't know what to say. She didn't want to be disrespectful because she understands, like, and he, like, you know, he pre-warned her. He said, like, you know, my mom is, you know, pro-black and she's real, like, you know, I'm black and I'm black and I'm black kind of person or whatever. And she's real, like, not, doesn't want me to break or fuck up the bloodline. And I've heard that comment before because, um... My stepfather used to say that comment to me back in the day because I used to listen to, and I still do. I'm a huge music fan, and everyone knows that. Or people that do know me on a like, real personal level, they know I'm a huge, 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 huge music fan. So I listen to rock music. I listen to, you know, salsa music. I listen to reggae. I listen to hip hop. I listen to all that type of shit. I used to work at a top 40 radio station. So, um,. I know all types of music. I accept all types of music. Music is a, a language that's so diverse and can bring you friends from every, you know, culture or whatever. And I've learned to use that as my way to build, 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 build connections with people. So I remember listening to a Panic at the Disco album in my room and my stepfather walked in and he was like, you better not marry no fucking white boy. And I looked at him and I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, you're going to mess up the bloodline. I don't want no white babies in my family. And I had to look at myself like, what? Why the fuck would you say that? But it imp- like it made me feel some type of way because I'm just like, oh, damn. Like, because I listen to this type of music, I am just automatically going to date a white person. Not that I'm saying that I won't, but it's just more like parents do say some shit like that to make you feel some type of way so i commend the bravery of the boyfriend in the first place to even like knowing how hard and how crazy you know pro-black his mom is for him to still step out because it's his life honestly but it's his mom so i can understand having that like you know apprehension like do i really want to bring her home but i love her but my mom's gonna kill me like i understand that whole thing because like I wouldn't bring a white boy. I wouldn't. I feel like I would wholeheartedly have to wait until I, like, move out of the state to be like, hey, ma, Thanksgiving, um, my boyfriend's gonna bring a green bean casserole. And I'm not making white jokes, but, but 
Like, that's what she would hear. Like, I would be like, oh, I'm bringing my white boyfriend, and she would make a green bean casserole joke. So, like, I said it that way because, you know, people that know my mom would understand. My mom is, like, real, like, eh, sarcastic. So, um, that's what she would hear. So, like, I can just imagine the mom's reaction to that shit. And she said that, like, to this day, her the mom still is, like, like eh, towards her. Like, she does, like, the the, you know, occasional... Like, not subtle, but subtle, like, white people jokes. Like, oh, so, like, when you go to his house and you cook him food, do you season it with other stuff? You know, not salt and pepper? Do you wash your chicken? Like, stuff like it's just like, oh, damn. <laughs> like, why are you doing this? But I understand it. I understand it. Because I can't imagine what it's like being a black person dating a white person and go into their house and experiencing that shit. You know what I mean? Like, you ever seen those, like, awkward TV shows where, like, you finally meet the parents and they're white and they realize you're black and they'd be like, oh. So then they start asking you stuff that they think is, like, culturally acceptable. Like, oh, you like rap music? Yeah. Um. You like fried chicken? And what we don't have Kool Aid here, but we have iced tea. Is that okay? Like, what the fuck? Like, so I understand. I understand both sides. So I always feel like, in order to avoid that situation, I wouldn't put myself in it. But that's how I felt like when I was like 21, 22, 23. I'm 26 now. Now it's like, yo, free range. But I don't care what culture you are. Like, my mom's just gonna have to deal. I'm gonna have to, like, warned you every time you come over <laughs> and be like hey whatever she says don't take it to heart like you know she just uh, she's an asshole we get it like but at the same time how much is too much for that other person because at the same time it's like all right you love this person you want this person to be around your family but to what point do you allow your family to have a, either a say in your relationship or to continue the little like occasional he he jabs at the person you know what I mean like how how much of that feeling person's feelings do you consider before you're like all right enough is fucking enough and granted some people are gonna be like oh from the jump but like some people aren't like that because it'll be those same people that be like oh no this is my fan this is my girl this isn't this everyone's gonna respect her it's gonna be the same people that's gonna say that shit and then when somebody says it you just gonna sit there and not gonna say nothing and be like, oh, well, I said, like, come on. Like, you can't play both sides. But nonetheless, anyways, that was one of them from one of our um, members of the Shady Bunch crew. I had another one that I posted. Uh, I wanna say he was a Spanish guy um, saying that he was dating, he had two different relationships. He said he dated a Spanish girl, which is normal. You know, Spanish people do love to, you know, date each other. And then, um, they, he said he dated the black girl and he said that it was one time that she came over they were trying to get a little spicy and he went to like run his fingers through her hair now i stopped the email right at that point because i wanted people to uh, like just come up with ideas of how they thought that shit went i knew how it went even before i finished the email because in my mind, and I know every black woman is going to say this, don't touch my fucking hair. Don't do it. Don't, don't do it. Like, I don't know why we are like that, but we are. 
and it's to an extent like i don't know like I, in my mind i feel like i have to really 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 like you or it just happens to be a really really like good like good bad hair day if that makes sense for you to uh, like i don't know i don't know like don't uh eh, i don't know I think the hair thing is, like, a very important, like, black person statement. Simply because, like, we're just very protective of our hair. Um, I had one person, um, when I was making this comment to someone else, like, during, like, a, a work conference call. And she happened to say that she believes that women's, like, black women's hair is a big insecurity for them. So, um, they don't want someone running their hair I mean running their hair running their hands through their hair because they feel exposed and they feel like you know that person's either making jokes or having comments and stuff like that that they don't want to face but in my mind I just feel like I don't know you know that person might be right I don't know I don't think it's an insecurity for me I just don't like being touched that could be that (laughs) but um it definitely depends on the person. Like, if it's someone that I really, really like and I know that person's seen it, seen me in everything, you can pull, tug, yank, run your hair through it because you've seen me. I feel like when it's, like, the first time, it's like a, hmm, you know what I mean? Like, especially women that do the wigs and the weave and, you know, stuff like that. Like, I gotta really like you for me to let you see my meeks. You know what I mean? Like, there's some bit, there's some females, I almost said bitches, there's some women that really go out and have they mix out at all times but there's a lot of women that are not comfortable like that 100 percent. so yeah maybe it was the first time that they were hanging out and she was just like uh-uh don't do that what what's wrong with you like my advice to you fan because i'm not gonna say your name <laughs> and it made me laugh so i'm so glad she wrote because um your email happened to be one of the funniest things I've ever read. Um, but um one of the funniest because you know the whole colonizer thing was pretty funny. But um give her some time. Let her get some time to get adjusted, get a whole hundred percently confident and comfortable with you, and then you know, maybe you can dabble into the hair thing again. But don't get too crazy. Don't try to be like, oh, we're gonna be chilling out in public and you just gonna run your fingers through her hair. Cause she might cut you and I'm not gonna lie, I'll cut you after her. Like I'll come up with the follow-up like what are you doing? So let's not take it too far. But just also remember that being a part of an interracial relationship, it's all about learning. Like you're learning this whole person, you're learning how they carry themselves, you're learning how um you're just you're just learning the background and upbringing of that person because truth be told like I said we can all come from the same per- like same place and com- be completely different um my brothers and sisters we've all been raised in the same house and we're all 100%ly different and two of them are twins so if that don't say anything I don't know what does um but what I could say is, um, I guess some of the pros that I heard a lot of people say is that they just love being in the pro. Okay, this is a pro and con because I think, like, I don't like people staring at me, but I wholeheartedly believe it's because um, I'm a private person, so I don't like people 
staring at me. I think people that stare at me, it gets me annoyed and it gets me angry. But then someone also said, it's because I'm a New Yorker that I feel that way. So it could be that too. But someone said that she loves being in an interracial relationship because it pisses off um, racist people. But at the same time, I asked her like to counter. Um, I don't know if anyone remembers this case, um, but I think it was a couple years ago where the girl, she was, um, I want to say she was of Mexican descent. Or she said, I mean, everyone knows, as far as like what I read in the case was that the father was a huge, huge racist. She had a black boyfriend. Um, and I guess one day the boyfriend and the cousin came to come get her or something like that. I guess her and the father got into an argument. Please don't quote me on facts of this um, argument. What I could do is I'll look it up again and post it to the page so you guys can see it. But um, the father shot the boy and the cousin to death. Um, So this was like a huge, huge, massive fucking thing on Twitter because people were just outraged. But the thing was they kept placing the blame not just solely on the father, but they were placing it on the girl because they were just like... If you know that your father's a racist, why would you put, you know, your boyfriend in that position? It's selfish. So, I would love to hear, like, your sound bits on that. Simply because I know, like, and I don't know if everyone's like me, where I've been spending quite a lot of time on TikTok. Um, haven't been making anyone. I haven't, like, you know, succumbed to that part yet. But I've been watching a lot of videos of these, like white girls and these Spanish girls, you know, that have huge, huge racist family members or parents. And they're like bragging that, you know, they have a a boyfriend, a black boyfriend at that. And they're using it at the expense to get back at their parents. Now, do you see that as like a, a... is that a selfish thing or is that like, you know, because I, I so want to like go deeper into these things and ask these girls like, are you really dating this person because you like this person? Are you dating this person? Are you sought out this person because you wanted to piss off your parents? You know what I mean? Like, did you just wake up one day and go, I'm gonna find me the blackest black hood nigga boyfriend I'm gonna find and I'm gonna bring him home to my mother because my mother is the Donald Trump of Donald Trump's and she hate niggers and that's what we're gonna do like did you think of that is that what you thought or was it just always a preference of yours that you liked all types because we're not just gonna single out black men did you like all types of men and you just happened to catch feelings for this black boy like please elaborate that because it does bother me a little bit like I almost want to like report the person and be like yo like now you're doing this for clout. Now you're doing this for likes and stuff like that. Like, what is the attention? Is it an attention secret now to date black boys? Hmm. Yeah, let's think about that one. I was quiet for a minute because it was pondering in my head like, damn, that was a really good point. Like, no, really, it really is. Like, what? what is the purpose of it? Why are we going out our way to date these black men? This is me thinking like them. This is not me thinking like me. Because I love me a black man. Hello. Anyways. um, But if we flip the reverse. Why do black men prefer 
women outside their race more than black women. Mmm. Hmm. Huh. Did you get that? Did you hear me? Did you? Huh. Okay. So, I did ask this because at one point, at one point in time, and I know it hurt my heart to hear, my brother, who is 17 right now, um, about to be 18 Friday, actually, um, at one point in time, he did not himself prefer black women. He liked, um, he liked Spanish girls, he liked black girls, I mean, not black girls, he liked white girls, um, but he just absolutely couldn't get behind dating a black girl. He could be friends with a black girl, but he could not date a black girl. So, my mother, her Puerto Rican and black ass, was horrified and upset and angry. Because she's like, what the fuck do you mean that you can't date a black girl? Like, da 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 But I think it's because of the girls that was around him at the time. Because... My brother was around those girls that, you know, those. okay, how do I describe these girls without coming off mean? Because then in a way, that's kind of a form of bullying. Hmm. Fuck it, I'm grown. So, you know those girls that are like suburban black girls? Like, they act white, but they don't because they act like, okay, no. No, 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 that's not it, that's not it, that's a whole different type of white girl, that's one of my friends, my friend is a black girl that grew up up, upstate, and she is like, valley girl, now she black, like, now she discovered black people, so now she cool, she can come to the cookout, but before, we would let her just sit in the car at the cookout, not, not be there, but, um, okay, the girls that he knows that was surrounded by him, were these girls that did too much. That acted like how BET portrays black people to be. Like that fake thug shit. That like obnoxious, loud, angry black woman type of vibe. That's what the girls were acting like. But they were doing it over the top. And they were in like middle school, high school ages. So you know everything is over the top and dramatic at those ages. So if that's what he was exposed to... And then he was coming home to see a completely different type of black girl, which was my mom, which is my, which is me, which is my sister. Um, he was just like, I don't see women like you where I'm at. So I'm going to just not deal with them at all. You know what I mean? Like, and he would have the occasional, like, oh, you're racist. You don't, how you don't like white girl. I mean, how you don't like black girls. You're a sellout. You're this, you're that. But I didn't think he was any of those things. I just think that he wasn't properly exposed to all types of, because they're different ranges of black people. And that's what people don't understand. Like, shout out to all my people that went to HBCUs because y'all understand that there's so many different types of fucking black people. Black people are not all baby boy. Okay? Black people are not all boys in the hood. There are some black people that are into anime. There are some black people that are just into solely just like, you know, politics. And there's just, 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 like, there's so many different black people. So just having this whole, like, oh, you act black bothers the shit out of me. Because what kind of black am I acting? Because I don't understand what the fuck you're talking about. But anyways, let me not get off topic because you can see I'm getting myself riled up. Um, I'm almost foaming at the mouth because I love arguments like this. But I can't argue with nobody because I'm talking to myself. So, 
Yeah. Damn, that was kind of depressing, wasn't it? <laughs> Whoa, that was depressing. I'm talking to myself. Wow. Anyways. Boop, boop. Yeah, so he didn't like <laughs> black girls. Until recently, he got himself a little black girl. She was fun. She was cute for whatever. I mean, you know, I'm not going to be like, oh my God, I'm so glad that my brother got a black girlfriend. Simply because he's my brother and I don't really care for him dating anyone right now. But, you know, that's what it is. But if we're going to talk about black men not dating black women, we're going to ask why. And a lot of men said... There are some men that are like, oh, no, I love me a strong black woman, this, this, and this. But there are some men that think that black women are too strong. Yes, I heard the outrage. I just need to understand what that means because is it I'm too strong because I have an opinion? Is it I'm too strong because... I stand behind what I say and what I believe in. Is it I'm too strong because I know that I'm going to go crazy for my family and I'm going to hold them down no matter what? Like, what is the too strong? Explain what that too strong is. And I need someone to do it and properly do it and be ready for a counter because I just want you to understand. Like, I just never understood the... I can't date a black woman because she's so loud. I can't blate. I mean, I can't blate. I can't date a black woman because she's too strong. She's too opinionated. I can't date a black woman because she's not going to listen to what I have to say. I can't. Blate. So if you don't want a woman to have a personal opinion, you don't want a woman to have a backbone. You don't want a woman to be able to hold you down. So date a fucking robot because why do you automatically believe that white women aren't the same way? And for all those black women are just like, because they're fucking not. There are some women, there are some white women that do hold their man down. There are some white women that do have a backbone. There are some black, um, white women that will do anything and everything and have an opinion. Like, I know some white women that are fucking astronomically amazing. But they're white. And we got a problem with it because, you know, we want to keep our genes strong and date the black man, date the black girl, this, this, and this. But sometimes it's not a preference. But if there are men that say shit like that, date a fucking robot. (laughs) All this damn technology in this world for you to get yourself a sex doll, you can make your woman like that if that's what you want. Because I don't under, I don't, I don't like hearing, I don't like a woman that's too strong so I'm going to date a white girl. Because you're calling them fucking weak. And I'm not with anybody calling any woman weak. Period. So we can argue about that. Y'all want to call a white woman weak because there are some times that she don't feel like she needs to open her mouth for all things. There are some women that don't have a backbone or quote-unquote weak-minded because maybe they were raised that way or they haven't found their voice. But you going for those weak... It's like you targeting a weak woman because you just want fucking control. That's how I see it. I don't think it has anything to do with the race thing. I just think that you just want control and you just know that a white woman's going to give you control because she don't feel the need to argue with you. Or is it that you just want a woman to sit at home and be a trophy wife and you know that there's not going to be not one black woman is going to be like, okay, I sit at home and I won't do nothing for myself and my family. I'm going to cook and I'm going to clean and I'm going to just do anything all day and I'm going to let you come home and beat me and this, this, and this. 
Because that's how y'all feel. That's how some of y'all men act. Hmm. Oh, y'all got quiet over there, didn't you? Anyways. Aside from that bullshit, um, yes, I guess you do piss off the racist people. And I guess you do have a point to prove that successful interracial relationships are things and i guess shonda rhimes does prove it with her olivia pope and her president fitzgerald grant and her uh whatever else some people you know come on like whatever but at the same time it's like is that reality do you see those hardships and shit and go yeah, I can go through it because not everyone has that point to go through. Not everybody wants to be that couple that everyone stares at and walks through all the time. Like can, like I said, can you just imagine going to a PWI and um, dating a white guy? And you go to like one of his frat parties and you're the only black girl there and they're all just staring at him like, why the fuck did you bring this black girl? Hmm can't imagine that could you me either (laughs) or could you imagine being the white person that goes to a historically black college and um pledges a black sorority fraternity because there are those people like that there are that don't see it as anything else and big up to them because that just shows the strength in that person to not let anything or anyone's opinion fuck up what they want in their life and stuff like that. Like, I know so many people um, that don't let people's opinions get to the bottom of them. And I know a lot of people that do. I know a lot of people that have removed themselves from certain friendships, relationships, whatever, because of the opinion of others and y'all don't understand the power of people and their words and the power of social media and the power of how this society works and looks at certain things like granted interracial relationships are on the up and up but (laughs) with the president we have now so is the racism Hello? Do we not see what's going on in China? How they black? How y'all? How y'all give us the damn virus, and then you want to kick out all the white, the black people? How that work? That wasn't even on the topic of what we were talking about. But I'm just saying, like, racism is a huge, huge thing. And then, like, some people always said, like, it's nice, like, being a part of a relation, an interracial relationship, feels like it's nice to have an ally on with someone that's on the outside of your race like outside of your race so they can see like the outside looking in but I don't fully understand that like what does that mean outside looking in like is it nice to be like oh I'm friends with a white person and they're so pro-black too and this 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 and this okay but are they like that with you And only you, are they projecting that type of energy with everyone and showing them that they don't settle for that type of shit? Like, what are they doing? Is it an act to get you? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, what I said with the whole, like, the whole white girls on TikTok posting about their black boyfriends. Like, are you doing it for attention because you know it's going to get someone to look at you and to you, any attention is good attention? Or, hold that thought because I almost, um burped wow or is it 
something you wholeheartedly believe in. Because then it's like, okay, then we can have a conversation. Because now we can have an educated conversation without me thinking in the back of my head that you're doing this because you just want the fucking attention and you want the clout for it. Hmm. Yeah. Anyways, so that was my take on interracial relationships. I think I wholeheartedly support anyone that's happy i feel like probably the most challenging aspect of an interracial relationship or marriage is the attitude of other people which i said earlier um because it's always other people's attitudes and how they judge you and it can always nine times out of ten be something negative um whether it's coming from friends whether it's coming from family which probably hurts the most um or it's just coming from the outside world in general just like you feel like you're in the spotlight at all times when you take that that gander not gander when you take that bet on dating someone outside your race you're taking that bet to nine times out of ten always be in a spotlight for someone to look at you and go why are you dating that person what make you do that like you're always gonna be shined on which sucks because it's just like why is it anyone's business to feel or have anything to do with how or who I want to be with but some people some people feel like it's their right to have a conversation. And I get it. America's free speech or whatever. Which is why the whole conversation of me having this topic is something important. But at the same time, it's like... Hmm. It's here. It's happening. It's on the uprise. It's something that's normalized now. Because you see it all over social media. And you see it all over TV. And you see it in movies now. Um... So what is the world's reaction to it? What is the reaction to the women or to the people that feel like I don't want to do it because I don't want to be on display for everyone else? But how is it any different dating someone within your race than it is someone outside your race? Because if you're dating someone from a whole background, like I said earlier, if you're dating someone with a complete different upbringing background from you, and you go see that family, and you see their friends, and then they come see yours, and they see your friend. You know what I mean? Like, you're still getting put on that spotlight. People are still going to look at you the same way. Like, why are you dealing with this person? Like, if you met me from the Bronx, who's as ratchet and as ghetto as can be, and like I said earlier, going to the fucking Beverly Hills and meeting this guy who's Silver Spoon and drives different cars every day because he buy like you know what I mean? like those kind of guys and then you meet that family and they look at me like why are you dating trash why are you dating the help like that's how they look at it as not saying everyone does but that's how people would look at it as and vice versa goes if I would have brought his ass to my house my mom like why are you bringing this spoiled ass silver spoon at like come on like either way I feel like no matter whether it's a regular relationship or it's a relationship, an interracial relationship, you're still going to be placed in the spotlight at some point in time. So, my question is, would you do it? And why? Have you experienced it? And how so? Like, was it a positive reaction? Was it a negative reaction? How'd you overcome it if it was a negative reaction? How do you plan to move forward with this negative reaction? Like, there's so many things that I want to know because... I'm not saying prepare me for it because I have no problem doing it. Like, I have no problem turning around and beating a guy and be like, hey, 
we should date. Like, I, I have absolutely no problem doing it. I'm very open to it. I'm open to learn. And that's the thing. When you're open to learn, you're more susceptible to um, have this conversation, to be open to dating someone outside your race, outside your religion, outside your culture. Like, but you have to have a compromise to how it is. Like, look at um, Nick Jonas and Priyanka. Damn, I hope that's her name. It sounds like something like it would be her name. Is her name? If you confirmed it, then yes. Um, then thank you. Um, let's hope that's her name. But yeah, she, they're two different worlds, two different cultures, and they love each other so much that they were willing to have two different weddings to satisfy both cultures and both families. That's a beautiful thing. That's love. Would you do it? How much sacrifice is sacrifice? What's a compromise for you? What's a breaking thing? What's a deal breaker for you? Like there's so many things that you have to take in consideration when you're opening your world to a whole nother person. But that's not just for interracial relationships. That's just relationships in general. So my tea today is that um, I would like us to be more open-minded to looking at the differences in people and being like I said, more open-minded to accepting those people and to be a part of their world as you want them to be a part of yours. So with that, I would like to end my episode on a positive note because that's what our bitch is doing because that's what we do, kid. And it's fucking cold. So um, I don't know what else to talk about i feel like we covered a lot of stuff i feel like we learned a lot of stuff i feel like you guys should watch the movie loving because um like i said it was a great fucking movie and then for you guys to follow up with it i think you guys should watch some interracial sex on pornhub or an xxx or tasty blacks nope you can't do that in tasty blacks yes you can yeah you can i tried it um on bang bros whatever just do something do something interracial and then tell me about it post it share it to me write me emails whatever anyways um you know where to reach me um on my personal instagram which is Rika mary jane or on the podcast one at shade with your t the e is a three um and um twitter is sincerely zoe j i'm not giving you my facebook because that's just a little too personal for you um and my, I think everything else is like on my bio. And if it's not, you feel free to call me out on that shit because, you know, whatever. The link to this episode is in the bio on my link tree. Um, maybe I'll like add my links to my other pages on there too. Wow, that'd be really genius. Uh, look at me coming up with like genius ideas during episode. This is how half of my shit gets done. Like I think out loud and then if it sounds like a legit idea, I try it and then I do it. <laughs> Also, um, your page got 229 fucking followers on Instagram. Now, I know this does not sound like a big thing, but this is huge because I've been working on everyone else's Instagram that I sometimes forget about my own. Um, so, yay! Shout out to us. Welcome, y'all. Like and share and talk about it and post it to other people and put people onto it and talk about my shit. And, you you know, show me love. Feel me?
Whoa. Uh. Nope. Uh. I'm doing my TikTok dance and shit. Whoa. Uh. It's gonna get better. What? Uh huh. Whoa. 